0: Welcome to the Achieve Your Goals Podcast. You're listening to the podcast guaranteed to take your life to the next level faster than you ever thought possible. In each episode, you'll learn from someone who has achieved extraordinary goals that most haven't. He's the author of the number one best-selling book, The Miracle Morning, a Hall of Fame business achiever, international keynote speaker, ultra-marathon runner, and the founder of Best Your Ever Coaching. Here is Hal Elrod.
1: All right. That, oh man, I just forgot what the name of my podcast was. Um, (laughs) Was that say best year ever? No, that's not it. Uh, Achieve your goals, podcast listeners. Hey, it's Hal Elrod. Uh, Yeah, your host with the most that uh, always is on point, never makes a mistake. Just kidding. Uh, Welcome. What a way to start the show. Steven, you you ready to, can, can you top that? I'm ready, man. I, I don't know if I can top it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, you need to be consistent with it. You need to mess up a little bit and stumble over your words, and that's how we do it here. Uh, all right, welcome. let's try that again. <clears throat> all right, welcome, goal achievers, to the Achieve Your Goals podcast. This is your friend and your host, Hal Elrod, and uh, our guest today is a returning guest. I think, you're Stephen, you're like one of maybe, I don't know, Two or three guests we've ever had back, which is kind of cool. So that uh, congratulations on that honor that I am bestowing upon you.
2: Thanks, man. I feel very, very fortunate. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, journal about it tonight.
1: But um, <laughs> it's one of the amazing things that happened in your day. So here's what's happening, everybody. Uh, if you missed our, I think it'd be our last episode. Um, we're uh, we're doing a series that we did last year and uh it was it's the best year ever blueprint kind of uh success story series if you will i just i just gave it that name i don't think i actually gave it that name last time we started it but uh but 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 essentially we're interviewing people that were at the best year ever blueprint our live event that we do every year and that had amazing success stories uh what you would call your best year ever, right? They, they went, they listened, they learned, they engaged, uh, and, and then they came out with amazing results and, and, and equally amazing lessons around, uh, success and achievement of goals that you can then take immediately and and start applying to your everyday life and your business. And so Steven is someone who we had on last year because he had achieved you know, 500% growth in his business and all these amazing things. And, uh, and so last year, he was the one of the first, if not the first person I invited to be on the podcast and share his his story and, and his lessons uh, and his achievements and all of that. And then uh, so this year, well, Stephen, you're the fir- you know first, may- maybe the third, you know, but you, like you were up there, like you were top five of the people I thought of to have on the, the show again.
2: Well, thanks, man. (laughs) Hey, you know, top five is better than like top 20. So I'll, I'll take whatever I can get. Yeah. Or bottom five
1: or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Um, anyway, so Hey, let me give you a quick, actually, Steven, I'm I'm not going to give a real long introduction. Uh, I am going to give a, uh, I'll just, I'll just mention a few bullet points and then I'd love for you to just share people kind of a little bit about you and and what you do and, you know, and, um, how you got here. But, uh, Steven, uh, and I have known each other. He actually, Really, really kind of a cool story, Stephen. I don't know if we told this last time, but he reached out to me, found out he saw on my, I don't know, on Facebook or something that I was giving a keynote speech in uh, Colorado near where he lives. And he reached out and was like, Hal, hey, I'd love to come and, you know, if I can help you in any way and, you know, whatever, whatever I could do just to support you and, and, and watch you speak and, and, uh, and kind of learn from you. And so I was like, yeah, sure, cool. And, you know, I didn't know who he was, but he came out and, and uh, he, you know, helped me out uh, with, with the, my speech. And, uh, and then we just totally connected and uh, ended up, you know, working together as as uh, he's been a coaching client of mine for. In fact, one of the only private coaching clients that I still work with. I, I kind of stopped doing that, and but uh, but Stephen is somebody who I really value in my life, and uh, you know I um, I shouldn't say this because uh, you know he invests uh, some some to be my for me to be his coach, but but I learn as much from him as he actually learns from me, if not more. So I might have just lost a client, but that's fair. Um, but uh, he's the founder and CEO of Sequest Digital marketing and uh, he actually, they, he, he and his company, I should say, they build all of our websites. So they built the best year ever blueprint website, which is best year ever I encourage you to go check that out. Uh, BestYearOverLive.com and then he built HalElrod.com and MiracleMorning.com and they're building the new MiracleMorningMovie.com website like they just they just build killer sites but beyond that he understands digital marketing across the board you know from SEO and how to optimize you know keyword search and all of these things um, and then he's also uh, and he'll talk more about this as one of his accomplishments this year but he is the host of a very popular podcast on iTunes called the Business Revolution Podcast and he puts out very popular videos. Videos, uh, on the topic, you know, all sorts of topics from personal development to professional development to business and, and marketing. And so, um, so with that said, Stephen, I would love for you to just share a little bit about if I missed anything or anything to add to uh, to who you are and, and what you do uh, for our listeners.
2: Awesome, man! Yeah, thanks so much. It was kind of funny as I was listening to you say that. If you would have read my intro maybe like three or four years ago, it would have been like one bullet point. Like, <laughs> he, he does digital marketing. He has a mom. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> so it's pretty cool um, that, you know, that I've, I've come this far since, uh, especially even since we've met. So, um, yeah, you, you didn't really miss too much. I mean, um, I, I started my first business when I was really young, like 14. And then. Uh, what
1: was that? What was your first business?
2: It was a mobile car detailing company. So I would, so in theory, I would go to somebody's house and detail their car. Well, I was 14, I couldn't drive. So I learned that I was actually pretty good at sales because I convinced everybody to drive their car to my house and leave it. While I mobile detail. Yeah, that's not even mobile mail. detailing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was planning because when I was 16, then I could actually drive to their house, and then I, you know, I had more of a real business at that time.
1: That is, that's really funny. Mobile detailing. Oh no, 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 no. I don't, I don't come to you. You, you. <laughs> but, but, all, but you can come. I'm only 14. Just, just come on over, just, just cruise over. Yeah. That's really fun. Yeah.
2: It worked really well when I was 14. It, it, it doesn't quite have the same effect now, but you know, Hey, I learned, uh, I learned about sales and relating to people back then. So did that, um, made a little money to buy a car, go to college after college. I got a normal job as a stockbroker within a year. I realized, Holy cow, this is not for me. I had headaches like every day when I was driving into the office and, <clears throat> Just realized that there was more, and my parents and my family. I, you know, I was the first person. I, I am the first person to ever start a company in my my entire family, and my parents were the first ones to go to college. So you know, we don't have a long line of uh, entrepreneurs or people that have been to college. And so everybody just said, "Oh yeah, you know, that's just part of having a job. Just get through the first couple years, then you'll get promoted, and then thirty five years later you'll retire and you can do whatever you want." I'm like, "Wow, that sounds terrible." <laughs> nice. So. I quit my job, uh, moved to the Caribbean for a year and kind of figured out a little bit more about wh- who I wanted to be, uh, came back, I'm skipping a couple things here, but started a mortgage company and then that failed in 2008 and I learned some really good lessons about business at that point and that's really where I picked up personal development. Up until you know 2007, 2008 I kind of thought personal development was like a guru set, that, that put all this stuff in a book just to sell the book and that was their living and that's what they were supposed to do but the stuff in the book wasn't really real hmm. and once I once that mortgage company crashed and I was like hundred thousand dollars in debt couldn't pay rent couldn't put gas in my car all that kind of fun stuff I started all I, all I could do was read I had plenty of time no TV no gym membership so I started reading this stuff and I'm like wait a minute this stuff is actually real And that's kind of where, what started my next business venture and started me on the path of turning my life around to, um, where I would reach out to somebody like you to get to know you better.
1: Yeah, that was, that was cool, man. I think that there's a huge lesson in that. And I think I I know some of the lessons you're going to talk about today, uh, that that there's some correlation there, but just upgrading your circle of influence, like being able to, you know, just reach out to somebody and, and and you never know if you, you you don't ask. I mean, I, I can't imagine how many people would go, Oh, he's, he's not going to let me tag along <laughs> to his speech. Right. You know, I mean, so just the fact that you, uh, you're willing to be proactive. I think that's fantastic. So you are, um, so was last year, your the first best year ever blueprint that you went to, or was that your second?
2: No, it was the second. So I was at the first, you were at the first and, year. Yep. I was at yeah. both. No,
1: of, of course, of course. I know that. I know that. Of course I know that. No, sure. Of course. <laughs> um, so, uh, brain damage, hashtag brain damage. So, you're at the first and then, uh, and then the second. And, uh, and then obviously we have the third coming up in December, but you, um, so talk about that. So since, I mean, you, it's hard to top like the last episode, I was looking this up right now. Um, if anybody wants to listen to Steven's first interview, which I encourage you, I mean, I think it was, it was fantastic. And it was the, the title of the interview was how to grow revenue by 500% and lose 25 pounds, uh, which were two of the big results that Steven got last time. And, uh, to grow revenue by 500%, um, I think that yeah, that's that's very difficult to do. Um, part of it is I think that you're still in you know a bit of the I, I don't know. If, would it be accurate to say you were in the startup phase a little bit, kind of going, how long had you been in business? I should ask that question before uh, when you went to last year's best year ever.
2: yeah. so at last year's best year ever, we were a little over a year in business in my, my new marketing company. Because as you know, in 2014, I sold sure. a company that I'd owned since 2019. Or, two, mm. geez,
1: 2009. Wow, this interview just got uh, really interesting. Where, in the future, We're going to talk about time travel, everybody. Get ready.
2: <laughs> um, to get to exit a business partnership. And so, uh, so early in 2014 is when I started this. So, yeah, we were, we were in the initial phases. So it was kind of, uh, I was able to have that really, really expansive growth really quickly during that time.
1: So, so that is, I mean, it's still impressive no matter what for any business to grow like that, but the fact that you experienced 500% growth, and then let's talk about what were the three, uh, what you thought were the three most valuable results that you got after your second best year ever blueprint after this last year. Uh, so 500% the first year after you went to best year ever. And then what happened uh, this last year? Talk about that.
2: Yeah, sure. So, um, so the company has started to, uh, I can't even say the word level out, but you know, we're starting to kind of hit our stride and hit some consistency in our growth patterns. And so um, at this point right now, which we're in, uh, what, August, um, we're, we're year to date, we're at 100% growth, wow. just slightly over 100. And we're on track to easily hit that 100% growth at the, by the end of this year um, for 2016. And we're actually projecting, and I've spent a lot of time on this based on even some of the stuff that we've talked about, but our goal is to grow a hundred percent per year for the next three years. So our 2019 vision is all planned out, um, and, and very, very doable on that. So yeah, we had a huge growth spurt last year, but I mean, to grow a hundred percent consistently for that many years in a row, we got some work ahead of us, but yeah, since the last event, I mean, we're on track 100% year to date.
1: That's incredible. And to do it, you know, um, I mean, obviously you're predicting the future, but you've already been to 2019. So, you, you know, I mean, you, you're, you're, you're qualified to do that. But uh, 100%, uh, you know, year after year after year is just, is just incredible. And I mean, I obviously, you know, you know, you and I talk, you know, at least a few times a month. And so I, I get to witness you implementing systems and, and making it all happen. So I'm, I'm looking forward to you sharing some of uh, some of the lessons that have enabled that to happen. So what what, uh, what was the second big result that you got this year?
2: so uh starting the podcast and you know this is actually really cool I just thought of it as we're sitting here talking that when I interviewed on your podcast last year that was my first ever podcast interview so about a year ago was the first time I was ever on a podcast and I was extremely nervous I had no clue what to say I mean I even remember we had this whole like you had sent me these questions and I was like okay cool so I can prepare and like read over them and um yeah I was really nervous the whole time so I went from in one year, doing my first ever podcast interview to launching my own podcast, based on a lot of the help that that you gave me,
1: and and you yeah, that's all you though. I'm, I'm giving it to you, man. You uh, you started Business Revolution podcast. Uh, you're and, and then you you've been on a bunch of other podcasts too, right? Like you've that that's something to consider.
2: Yeah, they actually. It's funny. Um, we're we're adding them up right now because we have a couple of people that have asked. You know, hey give me some of your stats. So the shows that I'm being interviewed on are, are constantly increasing as far as the size and the quality of the show. Um, so that's been pretty cool. I mean, due to how
1: good you're just solely how good your interviews are is what you're saying, right?
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a good story. (laughs) And then apparently I'm a halfway decent interviewee. So I don't know. You can tell me or your audience can tell me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Leave, 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 uh, leave a comment, uh, leave a note in the comments below on, how great Steven is at the end rate, rate him on a scale of one to 10. Um, so, so you started the podcast, which is you producing content I'll talk about real quick. What, what's your objective with the, with the podcast? Like you're both like, what, what's the altruistic objective of how you want to add value for people? And, and what's the, you know, what for you is the, what's in it for me kind of selfish objective? Cause I think it's okay to have both.
2: Yeah. So, um, the, the value piece of it is the, the tagline is to, um, to help business owners achieve success. They never thought possible. So I want to take my experiences, um, where I didn't necessarily learn from others, where I just was kind of, uh, you know, bullheaded and kept pushing against the wall and like kept failing. And so I want, I want to take those lessons that I, that I learned personally and share those with people so that they don't have to go through all of those. And then through the people that I bring onto the podcast, uh, to be, to interview, I want them to be able to share their story to help these business owners achieve things that they never thought possible. That's really what the, uh, you know, the goal is to add value. And the second question as far as kind of what's my selfish reason for it or, you know, like the what's in it for me, yeah. I can honestly say that I have no idea. Um, <laughs> awesome. Now, wh- kind of the, the closest that I've gotten to that is I'm just I'm trying to add value and build a network. But I, I guess actually the selfish reasons is it helps me become a better communicator. It helps me get over something that I was uh, really uncomfortable with doing so that I can be a better person. And that's really about as far as I've I've made it, for my reasons.
1: I I think that's a great. I mean, I, I was kind of similar. Like, I just was like, I, I want to start a podcast because I need a way of adding value to my my. So, you know, email subscribers, my audience every week, you know, right. It's like, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to get out of it. I'm sure there's something in it for me, but it's like, I just, I, I want a way to, you know, make sure I'm consistently adding value. And I think that, you know, you have that same mindset, which is cool. Um, yeah. and then you also, though, not just a podcast. You started producing these videos, right? You're pumping out videos like crazy. And it's funny cause I, I'm like a wuss when it comes to video content. I was like, I don't like, I get all uncomfortable putting on, you know, um, putting the camera on and, and, uh, and then you, you just courageously were like, I'm just going to flip it on and start, uh, some videos and you just you got better and better and better. So where where do are your videos on YouTube or are they just Facebook or what's the if somebody wants to find your your podcast, obviously they can subscribe on iTunes. Uh where else do they go to get your podcast? Is that is there is it on your website or where do they get that?
2: Yeah, they can get the podcast on the website. It's bizrevolution.com. Got it. Um and so on there you can see the I call them daily videos. I don't always do them daily, but it's pretty consistent. So um, all the daily videos are on there. They're also oh, nice. on my Facebook page. Um, and then they're within the Business Revolution Facebook group or community. So there's a lot of places that you can find those. And um, a lot of times I do them live on Facebook early in the morning. Nice. And what I found with that, because I was a lot like you, I there was no way I was ever going to get on video and and talk, right? Like a selfie video, No, no thanks. Sure. So one day I just thought, well, what's the best way to do something where I can't get out of it? And I was like, well, there's this new Facebook live feature. I should probably just turn it on. And then just keep talking there and it, it actually was easier that way. It's still easier for me to do a live video than it is for me to pre-record it because I know that I can stop it and redo it. So I'm always thinking about ways to get out of it. Yeah, Whereas yeah. the live is like, Oh, yep. has got to just keep talking. That's
1: yep. such a great, that, that right there is a bonus lesson, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, just to, to put yourself in a position where you, you know, you're there's just kind of, there's no turning back. There's no pause switch. There's no off switch. Right um and i think a great way to do that is just anything public you know public accountability is 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 that's just an example of that of doing the video live but it could be anything where you know like when i wanted to do best your ever blueprint. I just, I was scared to death to put on an event. So I just put a post in the Facebook, the Miracle Morning Facebook community. Hey everybody, mark your calendars. First weekend in uh, December, we are doing the first ever live event uh, in San Diego, right? More details to follow. And I had no idea what the event was going to be about. I didn't know what it was going to be called. I didn't know where it was going to be. didn't know what it was going to cost. I just put it out there in public. And then, you know, it's a great way where you're like, Oh, uh, okay. Now I have to do it right now. I've got to, now I've got to make it
2: happen. Um, I remember, I remember that post very well. Uh, I was excited. <laughs>
1: that's, dude, that's awesome. And that, and there's a great lesson too. Like, you know, it's like people are waiting for you to step into your greatness. You know, they're waiting for you to be courageous. Right. I mean, don't you think that's true?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I mean if I, if I recall correctly, you had all these uh, comments on the on the Facebook post, like, how can we help? What do you need us to do? Sure. You know, what value can we add? And, I mean, yeah, you had all kinds of people that were just rooting for you about it.
1: Yeah, when you do the thing you're afraid of, and you know, right, you just move forward courageously, magic. Absolutely begins to happen. Uh, All right. And then the third uh, result, and I like this one, you know, you and and I kind of talked about what uh, you were going to talk about today, but the third result I like, because I think this, this is arguably the one that impacts everything else. And I think it's one of the most overlooked uh, areas of of focus for people or goals to achieve. These are, you know, these are really the three goals you achieved this year that you're putting at the top, the hundred percent growth, the starting of the podcast and doing the videos. And then uh, what's your third one?
2: A dramatic growth of my circle of influence. I mean, the, the the people that I've connected with over the course of this year, since the last best year ever, it, it's just, it's absolutely out of this world. And it, it kind of goes back to how I reached out to you and just being a little bit fearless and a little bit un, uncomfortable and saying, well, you know what, even if he doesn't want to talk to me, cool. It's not like I really lost anything. And so I've done a lot more of that this year in conjunction with attending, uh, attending very specific events based on how I'm trying to grow my circle of influence and I mean the, the results of that circle of influence have just been crazy I mean look at just you and I's relationship I mean we're building websites for you know Miracle Morning and Hal Elrod things that are, are truly transforming people's lives the network is just so so important and that circle of influence has consistently made me want to be better because my circle of influence keeps growing and so I'm like oh man. I, I'm kind of always at the bottom of my circle. So I'm yeah. always trying to get to the top. So I'm always growing and learning from those people in it.
1: So what what, what would you say for anybody listening to that? Because that is, I believe, we, we did a podcast, by the way, and I'd encourage anybody, if you if you want to really upgrade your circle of influence, um, I don't know what number episode it is, but just Google Hal Elrod Upgrade Your Circle of Influence. I'm sure it'll pop up. Um, but we did a podcast on that a while back. But for Stephen, what do, what do you think about that, uh, you know, maybe from your own experience, why, why people don't do it and, and kind of what you had to overcome either just, you know, mentally or emotionally or logistically, uh, why most people don't upgrade their circle of influence and therefore they kind of stay around the same people and their level of success stays the same. Why don't they upgrade it? And what did you have to break through to, to upgrade yours?
2: Yeah. I mean, why people don't upgrade it is you're comfortable you know, you're comfortable in this little group. It's like your tribe and it's scary to go out past that tribe. And so I think just the uncomfortableness of growing your network is scary enough to keep a lot of people, uh, a lot of people from doing that. You know, um, then you get into like the fear of rejection, like reaching yeah. out to people or maybe you apply for an event and, they, and you don't get into it. You know, how are you going to let that affect you? But that fear of rejection um, combined with the comfort of kind of your current little circle of influence is I think is really powerful at holding people back from making these types of moves that they need to to really grow their circle of influence and really challenge themselves with who they're hanging around with.
1: And you just kind of for you was the breakthrough just overcoming that fear of like well you know whatever if I if, if, if I fail if I fail I fail if I get rejected I get rejected was that just just kind of just going for it?
2: Yeah, it kind of was. I mean, really the fear is still there. I mean, uh, I'll sure. give you a great example. I mean, uh, an event that, you know, that you helped me get into mastermind talks. Uh, when I got to that event, I, I remember texting you know, Katie, my significant other. I was like, I don't, I don't know if I'm in the right place or not. I was like, I'm talking to a couple of these people. It's crazy yeah. what they're doing. They're just so like their businesses, their personal lives. I'm like, I, I'm like, I feel really, really uncomfortable here. Yeah. and you know, it, it settled in. And, um, but, um, I, I think that I don't think I really got over it. It's just, I knew I needed to do it. I realized over the course of the last couple of years how important it is. And so I just continually put myself in that situation and it, it always works out. I mean, people like that, they want to help other people. So just, you can't be afraid to just ask questions and really tell people truthfully where you are today. Um, you know, you don't have to embellish on it, just be yourself. And people are very accepting to that
1: especially if you care about them, right? Like that, that's, you know, that, that to me is, you know, I think that we need to focus, like, don't worry about impressing people, just focus on how you can add value to their lives. And, and, and they don't, people don't, they don't want to be impressed, right? Like that's not what they're, Oh, I want to meet people that impress me. It's like, no, no, no. Oh, I want people that are genuine and sincere that actually care about me. Right. It's like the old, how to win friends and influence people, you know, be more interested, than trying to be interesting. Uh, what are the three, the three most powerful lessons that you've learned? Let's, let's, let's you know, kind of finish the, uh, the, the second half of this episode with the meat of what are the three lessons that you've learned that allowed you to achieve these really just impressive goals this year that, uh, that our listeners can implement immediately in their own lives, in their own businesses?
2: Yeah. So number one is do what scares you. Um, another way to look at it is to you know, lean into fear. I think we've all heard these, the sayings around, you know, everything you want is on the other side of fear or everything you want is on the other side of what scares you. And For years, I heard that and I said, yep, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm leaning into fear. And really, over the course of this past year, I realized I wasn't actually doing it. I was saying it and people would kind of give me credit for it a little bit but I really wasn't actually leaning into fear and doing the things that truly scared me. Um, and so when I started actually doing that this year and paying really close attention to it, I mean to the point where like if, if something scares me or if something gives me like this, you know, the feeling in your stomach or the pressure in your head, I now recognize that as an opportunity. So I kind of retrain my brain to say, look, this is scary, I must do it immediately. Um, you know, uh, Betsy and Zoe, uh, who you know, who also attend and speak and are very involved in, in Best Year Ever, um, had a really cool quote that I love, and it's "Act faster than your inner critic," mm-hmm. and I really embraced that after the last Best Year Ever. I mean, um, I think it was Betsy that said it, but uh, I mean, that's written like everywhere for me, or at least it was right after the event. And so, everything that scared me, I would act faster than my inner critic. So before the before I had the chance, or before that little voice had the chance to say like uh, yeah, it sounds like a cool idea, but here's all the reasons why you shouldn't do it. And then three or four days later, it's completely talked me out of it. And I just never do it. And I'm like, oh yeah, that was actually a bad idea. That those aren't bad ideas. Those are generally great ideas. So leaning into the fear, actually doing it, um, and acting faster than your inner critic was a huge lesson for me this year.
1: So powerful, and anyone listening, you know, fear shows up in different ways, right? Like it's not always. I think we have to realize that, and, and it, it's learning to recognize it and be aware of it. Meaning, fear shows up in uh, in in you. You kind of said it, Stephen, just talking yourself out of something, right? You know, that it's fear can be very subtle. You know, it's it's often not really profound and in your face. So so being aware of anything that uh, that could benefit you that you're not doing and, and you're justifying why not. Um, and, I, and what I wrote down that you said uh, that, that I thought was really profound, uh, recognize fear as an opportunity, you know, and I think an opportunity to overcome what's holding you back. Really, really, really powerful. What, uh, what's the second lesson that you learned?
2: second one is, um, I think we even talked about this last year, but it, I, I solidified it even more, and it's consistency and routine. Mm. Just really understanding the importance of having certain things in life that have a routine or have some consistency. And for me, that doesn't mean like military style structure to where it's boring and it's exactly the same every single day. It just means, look, there are certain things in life that I need to do consistently or do in some way, shape or form in order to really grow and achieve the things that, that I want to. It, so, it, I mean, that one is just a huge takeaway for me from the last year.
1: What are some examples of, uh, I'll put you on the spot here, but what are some specific routines, you know, that, that you make sure that you're consistently implementing on whether it's, you know, daily, weekly, monthly, whatever that is.
2: Yeah. So besides, um, the, well, kind of the obvious one for this is my miracle morning.
1: Yeah. You have to say that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I know. Right. And, and it's funny, like I still do it. And here's the thing. I'm not always perfect on it. I mean, we talk about this in in some of our coaching. I'm not always perfect on my Miracle Morning, but it's something that I realized okay, cool. I'm getting a little bit off or I maybe I missed a day or maybe I missed two days. I need to get back on it. So the importance of that consistency and routine, and then recognizing when I'm getting off track a little bit and, and bringing myself back in, like perfect example, I'm redoing a 30 day, the initial 30 day challenge right now with a group of friends. Yeah. And I think my first one was like two and a half years ago. So keep doing those things that keep you into that consistency and routine. So um, Miracle Morning, uh, the evening routine from Miracle Morning is, is at least in my opinion, the most powerful piece of the entire system that you kind of outlined and created. So if you're listening to this and you're doing miracle morning, make sure you're doing the evening routine. Um, it's, that's been huge for me. So that's a big part of my consistency. And then
1: what's the what, evening, yeah. what's, which part of the, or what's the evening routine remind everybody, including me, go
2: ahead. <laughs> yeah. This, the, the evening routine for me is the, the very last thing that I do right before I go to bed, um, I read my nighttime affirmations. There you go. Okay. Those will change based on kind of what it is that I'm trying to accomplish. And then um, I've I've kind of added in, or actually, how you and I have talked about this a lot. But I give my subconscious brain or my, my my subconscious mind a couple things to work on. So when I go to sleep at night, now my brain is working all night. It's kind of like how we can outsource in the Philippines. You, you know, if you're if you want. You can go to sleep, and then you get stuff done all I right. like this analogy. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's exactly the same way. Like, that's at least how I think about it. Uh, but telling your
1: subconscious, your subconscious mind is like workers in the Philippines. That is amazing.
2: Dude, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Title there's, of the next book. There's, I was going to say,
1: there's got to be a book in that or something. Like, yeah, Outsource Your Subconscious or whatever. That's awesome. Um, then, wait. Uh, And I want to, before you share your, your third, uh, the third kind of actionable lesson here, uh, I want to extract one that just came up, which you, you didn't even probably realize you shared, but it's, um, leading others to do what you need to do. Uh, so you mentioned you need to improve on your miracle morning. You, you fell off a little bit. You want to get back to be more consistent with it. So what are you doing? You're not just going about it on your own. You're leading other people to do it. And I think that's one of the most important, uh, just such a great strategy. Like, you know, if you're leading a group to do something and I learned this back when I was in sales, when I wanted to have my best year ever, I decided to lead a group of other sales, like 20 other sales reps through weekly conference calls and daily check-ins to have their best year ever. And when on that call every week, when I, you know, when I asked everybody, Hey, what, you know, what did you do? What are you committed to doing this week? And I had to, of course, give my report. You're, you, how can you be? How can you not follow through when you're the guy that leads the group? You called him into action, right? And so. And I've seen that with everything. I've seen it when you wanted to get in shape, you know, you, I've seen you do that, Stephen. And that's a really important thing for you. Um, you know, I think be, uh, you're probably present to it, but present to and, and teach others, right. Is that you're doing that at a really consistent high level. And that's one of your, almost one of your consistency or, uh, your, your rituals is that you consistently lead others to do the things that you need to do so that you benefit, uh, and, and they do as well. Would you say that, that, uh, that that's accurate?
2: Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, we'll do way more for other people than we will for ourselves. So I, I love that. You kind of show up as the teacher and you're like, I, wait, I have to do this. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah, you fake, you fake being the teacher, right? They don't, they don't know that you're trying to figure it out too, right? But, yeah. But then uh, everybody wins. So I love it. All right. And, uh, and what's, what's, uh, what's the, last, uh, the last actionable lesson that you're going to share to kind of wrap things up?
2: Yeah, this is a good one. Um, life and success can be easy. You know, Mm, we, especially as entrepreneurs, um, we go through these phases where it's like, oh yeah, you know, you gotta, you gotta work 80 hours a week and you gotta work weekends and you have to have email on your phone. And it's like, how fast can you respond to people? You're like, yep, that's me. I'm the business owner that responds or the person that responds in three minutes or two minutes or one minute to stuff. And, and it's like this badge of honor to have life and success be difficult. You know, it's like a battle. And what I've realized over the last, the last year is that it can actually be easy. It's easy if we make it easy. It's only hard if we choose to make it hard. And so I've kind of, I've adopted that as a philosophy um, and I use it in my affirmations and I, I just, I have it written in a couple of places in front of my, uh, you know, at my desk in my car. And it's just remembering that, look, life, life can be easy. Don't make it difficult just to make it difficult.
1: Yeah, we get addicted to this, to the stress, to the struggle, right? Like, we, we think, and especially because, if, if, like you said, as an entrepreneur, if you spent many years trying to figure out what you were supposed to do with your life and, and your business and how to, you know, and, and launching it and growing it, and if you had a few failures along the way, it's like you, you kind of program yourself, I think, to think, like, it's supposed to, it's difficult. And I guess you can apply that to any any aspect of life, right? If we've had if we've had any difficulties in life, is that kind of what you're saying? If we've had any difficulties in life, we kind of think that's how it has to be. Is that is that right?
2: Yeah, exactly. And that's how I used to uh, that's how I used to think it was. I used to think, okay, cool, I got to fight for this, and I got to you know push through this and bust through the rocks and all that kind of stuff. And really, I was like, wait, I, I'm I'm creating most of that. It's not really real. I'm creating it so that I can feel like I'm moving forward and feel like I'm taking really good action when really the easy way is a lot better.
1: Yeah, no, I like it. Life is, What what is, can you share, do you have an, you mentioned it having it in your affirmations. Is there anything that you top of mind that you can share like an affirmation or a mantra or anything that helps you to, to keep you remind, you know, of that mindset reminded of, you know, that, that life can be easy and that we've got to choose to make it as, you know, as easy and enjoyable as possible.
2: I mean, the one that I use is it's just life and success is supposed to be easy and it just reminds me oh yeah like it's supposed to be easy so it kind of makes me rethink you know any any hard things that i'm dealing with i'm like wait a minute that's supposed to be easy and it's just kind of a matter of fact for me and so that's the one that i use in the morning and at night and kind of throughout the day if i'm if i'm struggling with something but hey keep it simple
1: i like it that just you saying that just made me take a deep breath just like, easy. <laughs> relax, relax, just enjoy, just enjoy. I love yeah. it. So, um, all right. So I want to, so the, so the three actionable lessons, which I turned into four there for you. Number one, recognize fear as an opportunity to overcome what's holding you back. Number two. The power of consistency and routines. Right, identify the things that you need to do each day to be happy, healthy, wealthy. Right, and just do those on a consistent basis. Uh, number three, lead others to do what you need to do. Right, you want to lose weight, you want to do Miracle Morning, you want to, you know, start a bit, whatever you want to do. Find an accountability partner. Uh, you know, I saw this when I was at. Uh, I used to work out at uh, Gold's Gym, and they uh, on the wall they had instead of soulmate, it was called a goalmate which I thought was really cool, right? Like find your goal mate for the year. You know, somebody you're going to hold each other accountable, support each other, work out together, et cetera. So that's kind of cool. Um, and uh, and then last but not least, life and success can be easy if if we choose to see it that way. So Stephen, beautiful man. Any, any Anything else to share or, or add to uh, to these lessons?
2: I mean the the only other thing that I would say actually two things if uh, if I can so one whoa whoa two I said anyways. I know okay, all right, okay I know I know <laughs> um, number one is if you're listening to this and you haven't been the best year ever yet you got to go um, I mean you know I got to interview on the podcast last year we saw some really cool things that I had done after the event last year that's just continuing it wasn't like a fluke year so if you're if you're contemplating going and you haven't been you gotta go. I mean the, the circle of influence, the people are great. The speakers are great. The content is awesome. It's, it's not like an event that you've probably ever been to. And so I highly, highly recommend that you go. And then, um, the I, appro- thing- I
1: approve that lesson. <laughs> I approve that, that bonus. And you didn't okay. even ask me to say I, that. I did not No, So uh, pre- I approve uh, it though.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know how you've had such a great impact in my life over the last two and a half years. So I just, I, I want to share that with as many people as possible. Um, and then the second thing that I would say is just remember that, um, none of us are guaranteed tomorrow. And, you know, our mutual friend, John Vrohman said this in a few years ago, but it really has stuck with me that, you know, we don't know how much longer we're going to have on this planet. So use today to its absolute fullest, enjoy it, make things easier for yourself, do the things that you want to do and, and just have fun with it. This is life. Life and business are supposed to be fun. Just enjoy it.
1: Yeah, and I'd love I'd love to add to that just something that I I it just popped into my head. Um, when you walk into our you haven't been to our house yet, but when you walk into our house, I, I got this sign um, and I found it on uh, Shutterfly, I think. And I actually wanted to buy it for a long time, but I was waiting. I don't know why. I was like, I don't know what size I should get it, how big it should be, yada yada. I don't know where I'm gonna put it. Um, but it's just this beautiful kind of the picture is, is, uh, of, of like the end of a dock or whatever, but it just says in big capital letters, just really beautiful. It says, enjoy every moment. And to me, that's what you're what you're talking about. Like that's the essence of life. Is like life is meant to be enjoyed. Enjoy every moment. And even if you're going through difficulties right now, you might be listening, going, "Enjoy every moment." I'm, you know, I just lost my job, or I'm in debt, or you know, this is. We've all been through these ups and downs. That is life, the seasons of life. But the if there's anything that I've learned, it's that even in the midst of the most difficult times in our lives, we can choose to find the things. There's always things. To be grateful for. There's always things that are beautiful. We can find the beauty in each moment. We can enjoy every moment. We can we can experience love for ourselves, for life, for each other, uh, for the Achieve Your Goals podcast, right? For Stephen Christopher, uh, you know, in in every moment. So, Stephen, man, I, I really, 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 really appreciate you, uh, just you as as in general, and then just uh, taking the time to be on the uh, the podcast today. Thank you so much.
2: Yeah, man, absolutely. I really appreciate you. I appreciate you for everything you've done for me, everything you've done for other people, and um, everything that you're going to do for the millions of more that that your story touches and, and, uh, just, and just has an impact on. So, um, yeah, if I can help anybody out within your community, I'm more than welcome to answer any questions about stuff or help anybody with anything that they're going through that maybe I've been through in the past.
1: Cool. What is the best way to get in touch? BizRevolution.com is the website. What Any other way for people to get in touch with you or find you online?
2: Um, yeah. Probably the best way to actually to talk with me is uh, through the Facebook group. It's biz, BizRevolution.com forward slash Facebook. That'll take you right into the group. And you know I'm in there all the time. I'd love to give feedback, answer any questions, or like I said, just anything that I can do to help.
1: Cool, dude. And uh, you are a wealth of business knowledge so uh, and, and life knowledge too. All right, brother. Well, I uh, I will see you soon. Um, And for anybody listening uh, that wants to implement Steve's first bonus lesson about going to Best Year Ever Blueprint, uh, go to bestyeareverlive.com. That is the website that Steven built, right? Just go there to see how great of a job that uh, he and his company at Sequest Digital Marketing do, bestyeareverlive.com. Achieve your goals, podcast listeners, aka Goal Achievers. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. Love you. Appreciate you. I hope you got as much value out of what Steven shared and hope you'll uh, not just inspiration, but but the actionable lessons around uh, you know, recognizing your fear, the power of consistency, leading others to do what you need to do, and that life and success can be easy. Every moment is meant to be enjoyed. I hope you'll enjoy every moment today, and uh, we'll talk to you
0: next week. Take care, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the podcast. So we want to know what were your big takeaways from this episode. Simply head on over to com slash one four zero for episode number 140 and leave a comment there on the show notes page letting us know what your big takeaways were also if you haven't done so yet please go subscribe to the podcast on itunes by going to hello.com slash itunes click the little subscribe button and then if you would please leave a rating and review because rating and reviews truly are the best way for you to show your appreciation for the show because they help more people find out about the podcast and decide if this is the one for them All right, until next week, it's time for you to go out there, take action, and achieve your goals.